Hey there, this is Rory, and I'm here with April Trueblood. Hi. And we are here in the heart of Buxton at the Swell Gallery, coming to you semi-live. <laughs> and there's two cats in the room as well. And we are all technically alive. We're all technically alive, and we're still chugging our way through the Outer Banks bucket list. I see you fired a bunch of songs at me. Yeah. To add to the list. Um. I want to apologize now for the future. That's how I am. You inundated me with 15 text messages in a row. Sorry. It's okay. Okay. Or I mean, you don't have are to you sorry? You don't, well, I'm sorry for any inconvenience that may have caused you, but I tend to do things in spurts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, um, you know. When, well, some, when, I, um, when something uh, crosses So like my all, mind, all at once you just got... For the Outer Banks playlist, you just got an avalanche of good ideas, and you just fired them at me? It would start with, like, one, and I would, like, go to look it up on YouTube and think, let me be sure this really is. And then, uh, like, along the way there, I would just slip down different rabbit holes. Like, the uh, Loudon Wainwright song is not one that I knew, but I came across it on the way and was like, this song is great. Do you know this song? Uh, what, let Dead Swimming. Skunk in the Middle of the Road? No. Oh, is that what I sent you? No. I didn't really like it what you sent me. <laughs> I did not send that song intentionally if I did send it. The Swimming song? Yeah. It's good. And, of course, the, the Peaches song by the Stranglers. Presidents? No, by the Stranglers. Okay. Um, never heard that one either. Really? Walking on the beaches, looking at the peaches. <laughs> it's a good song. That sounds fun. Yeah. Free falling. Yeah, I don't know why. Uh, what? You don't know why? It's me falling off the pier. Aw. Um, that's never happened. No. Um, and Lovely Day. Of course. Yeah. A great song for all occasions. Yeah. Except, yeah, most, most Except for really bad days. Bad days, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't even know. Hitchhike by Marvin Gaye. Yeah. I don't know if I know that one either. Give us, go I, ahead. I, I didn't know that one either. It's one of those that I just came across while I was going down a rabbit hole. Um, it's not one of his better known songs. And, uh, and then Surf Wax USA. I was like, yeah. why didn't I already think why of that? Why not? Because I do love some Weezer. Is that, you take your car to work, I'll take my board. Mm. That's a great one. Yeah. Yeah, I want that song played at my funeral. Let me write that down. Thanks. In case you be, I'm going to need you, you to call my mom and let her know. That you died. If something happens to me, let her know that I want that song. She's going to protest. Okay. Just tell her no. April told me. I have it on, on audiograph. <laughs> <laughs> You're really up on your technical terms. Audiographing. Well, I'm afraid of saying something wrong around you because you know you're, you're good. <laughs> you got with your a funny way of showing you're it. Good with your vocabulary. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm over. I'm trying too hard. Is what it is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Audiograph. <laughs> trying too hard, though. That's that's part of my deal. Audiograph is whenever you just say your own name and the recording. What? Yeah, I'd be like, can I have your audiograph? And you're like, sure. <laughs> oh, April True Blood. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I got nothing. All right. All right. Visit the Wright Brothers National Memorial. Have you ever done it? When I was a kid. Okay. Probably around the same time I 
climb the White House. And I think that it's gotten several additions and remodels since then, probably. Yes. Not that it's been a very long time since you were a kid. You're a child at, you're a child at heart, I know. Yeah, yeah. In my heart, it wasn't that long ago. <laughs> <laughs> but in, in human years, earth years, it was... Several. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that they've recently added even now a new um, addition, which is like an indoor? Um, no, maybe an outdoor um, exhibit, mm-hmm. an enclosure. I'm saying two contradictory things. Uh, indoor, outdoor, like multi-use, a cat. like a cat. <laughs> indoor, outdoor. Yes, an indoor, outdoor feral exhibit. <laughs> uh, uh, no, I have not been in a long time. I've never been. That's good. Should we go? Yeah, why not? Okay, you have to go up the beach for anything. Um. Yeah, I think I need to go to Home Depot. <laughs> Oh, good. <laughs> so you want me to go and then tell you how it was, and then you're going to go, or are you going to go with me? I think it would probably be best if we went together. Right. Oh, we could buy a kite while we're up there, because we still need to fly a kite. Yes. As promised. And did this... you think about that at all this week? Flying a kite? Did I say I was going to do it this no. week? No. Oh, no, but uh, I remember we talked about it, and then I thought it was a good idea. Oh, good. Me too. Yeah. I saw some people doing it. I was like, ooh. Ah, ooh. Look at them go. Ooh. Um, number three is follow our NC Oyster Trail or visit an oyster farm. Do you have a different this one? This is a different list. Wow, they must have updated it. That is why yours is different. That is why mine is different. That's why you're finding things we haven't seen before. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Do you know anything about the oyster trail? No. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. It sounds amazing. I know that our friend Spurgeon and Catherine has an oyster farm down in Sandy Bay, I guess, is where they keep it, right? In Hatteras? I don't know where they keep it. I think they keep it Where in Sandy is Sandy Bay? Bay? Sandy Bay is whenever, right before you get into Hatteras Village. It's, you can see that the beach sort of coves a little bit, right? Right. There. One of the rare bays that we have yes. here, Hatteras. Can you think of any other bays? I mean, I'm sure there are a couple other small bays. Excuse me. We're going to have to find out some more information about the Oyster Trail. Yeah. Well, I know down in Ocracoke, lots of people, maybe not lots of people, but there are a few people who have little aquaculture farms. Mm. And I've noticed... In the sound? In the sound. Yeah. And when you uh, walk out to Springer's Point, I think there are some oyster reefs out there at the end of Springer's Point. You're right that there are. Hey, hey, Mm -hmm. right. Springer's Point's great. Yeah, it is. It should be on this list. Agree. I don't think that it is. Who should I call about that? I feel like Springer's Point is like a sleeper. Not many people know about it, but it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Well, you know, there is... uh, You have to really want to go there because you can't park Mm -hmm. anywhere near it. You had to park somewhere and then walk to it. And then there's, um, as I found out, as my friend Antoinette and I found out last time, there's oftentimes snakes on that trail yeah. to walk to it, too. Yeah. Yeah. It I'm, was tumultuous. Was it? Yeah. Did you see a lot of snakes? No, two, though. Two. One, one each way. And that was enough to make the whole uh, ordeal a bit nerve-wracking. <laughs> Well, I was standing next to this bush looking at the leaves real close, and as I was looking down, I noticed that I was standing right next to one, and it slithered away really fast and freaked me out. I jumped up in the air like a cat. Wow. Yeah. 
Did you land on your feet? I did. <laughs> Good. All four of them. <laughs> <laughs> the earlier, prior to that happening, I was closer to the sound, and I was standing near a tree, and um, I don't remember what was going on, but I saw some sort of lizard. I don't know. Maybe it was just like an anole, but it looked at me, and it ran straight at me, and I was the like... The lizard charged? Yeah, it charged me, and I was like... Clearly, it just is coincidentally running this direction, and it just kept coming until eventually, again, I jumped like a cat, and it curved and went the other way. I thought <laughs> I squealed. I wish I had a video audiograph <laughs> with me to capture the squeal I made. Well, I'm glad that neither one of you were hurt. <laughs> me too. Good. Me too. Could you imagine how hurt I could have got from, I was going to say the lizard, but really from just jumping around like that? Yeah. And then falling down, hitting my head on a tree. It's like um, <laughs> some sort of game of Ring Around the Rosie or something. It's, it's, it's old lady things. Is it? Old lady problems. Falling down from charging lizards. <laughs> falling down from anything. <laughs> Imaginary lizards. <laughs> but the point is that Springer's Point is a hard place to get to, relatively speaking. Um, yeah. But worth it. Definitely. Unless you're Blackbeard. In which case, that was a bad bad place to show up. He should have stayed away mm. from Springer's Point. He might be with us today. Maybe a lizard charged him. <laughs> Maybe. And that's what sort of caused the whole cliff up. Maybe he fell down from the charging lizard. <laughs> and, and then the... And that was it. They yeah, caught him. The, they caught him. They were able to catch him. I think that's what happened. Yeah, that's probably what happened. <laughs> Pretty much whatever you say at this point is probably what happened. Yeah, you can say whatever you want about it, and then it can be a thing. Yeah. Springer's Point. I'm going to call the Outer Banks Visitors Bureau and let them know that that needs to go on this list. But, but you know, this is sort of the thing I wonder about. Part of my crush and love affair with Ochre Coke is, like, do they want that? Does Ocracoke locals want this that something like that to be on the list? Like, do they want that information out there? I don't know. I mean, they were very happy at being Dr. Beach's number one beach in America. Yes. <laughs> and what is Dr. Beach a doctor of? Beaches. Beaches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Well, that's a relief. At least he's in his field. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. He may not know anything else, but he has a Ph.D. in beach. Did he do like clinicals and um, mm -hmm. what's it called when he go to like? Yeah, yeah. clinicals. Clinicals. And uh, residencies. Yeah. And <laughs> he did a residency. Internships. In Punta Gorda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's hard work, man. Oh, yeah. You think anyone can just become a beach doctor? <laughs> He's $300,000 in debt. <laughs> He's got to like go through at least 20 more years worth of top 10 beaches to pay off that, <laughs> that debt. I wonder where he went to school. Probably Ohio State. It seems about right. <laughs> <laughs> Eat local seafood. Oh, man. Yeah. That sounds like something we should do. Then we do that. I did it yesterday. I did it yesterday, too. I did it this morning because I made corned mackerel. No, I didn't. I made corned sea mullet. No. Corn mackerel. Now I remember. 
For breakfast. For breakfast. Did you put butter on it and put it on toast? Uh-uh. Ah. I just ate it. So corn mackerel, you want to know what it is? Yeah. And I learned this from Sharon Peel Kennedy. Yes. And you can probably find this definitely on her Facebook page, What's for Supper, but maybe also in her cookbook, What's for Supper. Oh, right. That should be easy to remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's for breakfast? <laughs> yes. So what you do is it's like an alternative to frying fish. It's, it's an alternative to batter frying fish. So instead of having to put bread or anything mm. like that on it, you just put salt all over the top of the fish and then put it in the fridge for a couple hours. Mm -hmm. And the salt creates like a, what's that word? Like a crust. Oh uh, yeah, more like a. And you're brining it? Kind of, yeah. And it's like, yeah. a, besides with a P, pect, a oh. particulate or something like that. Oh. Oh, it's not the right word though. Oh. Anywho, it creates a nice sheen on top of the fish. And then when you fry it, it gets super crispy. Like it's as though it's breaded and it's delicious. And wow. it's great to do with something like Spanish mackerel. So when, where did the cornmeal come into it? No, corning is like in the same sense of like preserving. Like I mean, the only the other time I've heard it is like corned beef, right? Okay, gotcha. So that's like a salted beef. So gotcha. I'm assuming. All so right. like the verb cor to corn is to add salt for preservation. Gotcha. Really. I completely went in a different direction in my imagination. I, oh yeah, for sure. Me too. Like the thing about cornmeal getting involved, something like that. How long did you have to leave it in the fridge? I you only need to, and maybe even supposed to leave it in the fridge for uh, an hour. Oh. But I left it all night long. Oh, that's why you had it for breakfast. That's why. I, had it for breakfast. <laughs> I was also really hungry. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. But I also cooked my own soft shell crabs yesterday. Yeah. Locals as well. Yeah. I've never done that before. Which, I cleaned them. What does that entail? Oh, God. Okay. Just getting that yellow stuff you out cut, of there? Yeah. You get the yellow stuff. You cut in the lungs, too, off the sides, and then um, cut their eyes off, too. Oh. It seems excessive. It does. I, that was the little stalks. That part, <laughs> that part felt sadistic. Um, but there was so much uh, yellow stuff or mustard, as it's called, right. inside. And some people like, do you like the mustard? I've never had the mustard. I have no desire to try the mustard. I don't want to try the mustard either. No, I'm sure it doesn't taste like mustard. I can guarantee you that. Um, I've gotten enough taste of the mustard to know. Oh, yeah. on purpose? No, but like, because people don't know how to clean them right, and so they'll just fry up a whole soft shell crab, and it'll still have the mustard and all the nastiness, and the eyes oh. are still. <laughs> That's so upsetting. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, that's when I've had the mustard. And now I clean every little drop. But some people mm -hmm. still love it. A lot of uh, natives are, you know, particularly fond of it. They think it's a tasty, rich delicacy almost. And for, I could see that. But for me, it um, seems like gross bile. I don't know where I got the idea from. I thought it was in some way bad for you. but I could see that. I think someone said something about, like, some metals being oh. involved in there. See, that's one of the questions I would like to uh, ask people who've recently moved to the island and, uh, and also to people who've been here for generations, how they feel about the metals and the seafood. <laughs> Maybe nobody cares about that, but... <laughs> yeah, I see what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. I mean... How do you feel about the metals and seafood? Well, most of the time I just don't care. Yeah. Because I'm just eating dinner. Right. But when I get when I get thinking about it. When after dinner's over. <laughs> when dinner is over, I think, man, I feel like I've swallowed a bunch of mercury or something. I just feel really heavy <laughs> in my stomach. I'm just kidding. But at times where I would read about it, um, 
you know, it bothered me. It bothered me a lot. Yeah? Yeah. Wow. Well, you know, uh, it bothered me because I know a lot of it, you know, it's just a step in the process of, you know, what's coming down from inland in the water. Oh, you I know, see. And so, it all gets, it all ends up in the ocean. And, you know, I think probably, you know, eventually we're going to pay some sort of price for. Not us. <laughs> not me personally. Our children's children. Yeah, if I have any. <laughs> you would make a great grandmother. Thank you. Thank you. That's really all I want. You offered me ginger tea whenever I got here. I sure did. What else? You've got cats. I got cats. There's a um, nice. This place smells like an attic. <laughs> it's got a wooden smell to it. I've got some mothballs I'm going to break out soon. <laughs> what other uh, local seafood do you love? Um, so yesterday I went to Buxton Munch. It's the first time I've had a chance to go there in a while. And yeah. I, had, I had trigger, black and trigger fish. Ooh. And I have to say that's probably my favorite fish. Wow. Yes. That's a sleeper. Is it? I think so. Have you had it much? Yeah, not much. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, apparently one of the hardest fish to clean. But when you get inside, it's like just so tender and flaky, mm. buttery. Stop I'm it. describing it the right way. But it's delicious. And I probably can't clean my own, so if uh, they have it at Buxton Munch, I'll get it. Yeah. Or anywhere. Buxton Munch does it right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people love sheep's head. Me too. I am one of those people. Um, Mahi-mahi is, like, easy easy to eat. Anybody can eat mahi-mahi. Even people who are like, I don't like fishy fish. Agreed. Yeah. The fish so nice, they named it twice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, of course... The, you know, I was a shrimp fan before I moved to Hatteras Island, but now, yeah, I just I mean, I can't go back to any other kind of shrimp either, other than North Carolina. Do you feel that way? Do you feel spoiled on North Carolina shrimp? Yeah, I don't. I have no desire. I, well, I really just I just love all the fresh seafood we have around us. So when mm -hmm. I start thinking about like going to a restaurant inland, I'm always like. I wonder where the seafood comes from. Yes, of And course. then I naturally suspect it got, you know, shipped here frozen from China. And then I'm like, ah. Oh, full of metals. I'll have the chicken, please. That's uh, just full of hormones. Yes. <laughs> I'll have the hormone sandwich, please. Mm -hmm. Fried. At least there's no mercury. That I know of. So. But a great place to get fresh local shrimp is, of course, our friends down at Risky Business Seafood in Hatteras. Yes. You can also get Sharon Peel's cookbook there. I don't know if you know okay, that. Okay, no, yeah. no. I hope to uh, have it here in the gallery when we get open, maybe next week. Oh, boy. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. But definitely go down to Risky Business. Okay. Get some, see if he has any trigger. I will. <laughs> and maybe I'll corn it. I wonder if I can corn up some trigger fish. Did, so, did I'm you, getting so bold. How did you, so when you cleaned it, did you just descale it? Oh, I didn't do that part. Oh. She gave me some cl some cleaned fillets. Oh, okay. So yeah. there was no skin or anything on it? There was skin, yeah. There was skin on the one side, almost like a piece of salmon would have. Mm -hmm. And you just fry, you just leave that on there. Do you eat the skin? Oh, you better believe it. I relish the skin. Do you? Oh, yeah. No matter how it's cooked, do you just like to eat the skin? Yeah, I think so. I really like that texture and like the sort of toughness of it. It's almost like a fish jerky scenario. Oh, see, I was hoping to try to change my own mind about it. <laughs> I, got you off the, I got you off the team. <laughs> yeah, uh, I haven't had a lot of oysters in my time here, but um, 
a few years ago, uh, Dallas Tolson. Yes. And Shelby, um, it was Thanksgiving, and they invited me up to um, have oysters with them and Shelby's parents. Um, and I did not feel, I was kind of sick. I didn't feel that great oh, before boy. I went. But I was like, I'm going to go. Yeah. And I'm going to have an open mind, and I'm going to eat these oysters. Okay. Yeah. And I had a great time. And you didn't get sick. Not at all. No. That's great. No, nope. I had a great time. I felt better than I did before I went up. I could see that. As Sharon Peel Kennedy would say, um, things like oysters keep her healthy. Yes. So maybe. It'll cure what ails you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That was, that was definitely true on that day. Uh, How about octopus? Would you eat octopus? Yeah. I mean, I guess I tell myself whenever I eat those little squid-looking things in calamari that I'm eating a little baby octopus. Um, that's not the case, Does I guess. Does that make you feel better about eating them? <laughs> <laughs> well, just like in a more exciting kind of way. <laughs> this little creature has the intellect of a five-year-old. <laughs> so delicious. Oh, is that you, you have a stance against eating octopus based on their intelligence? I don't really have a stance. It just bothers me. Okay. <laughs> I, I would eat it, but the, um, it doesn't appeal to me just the texture of, of it. And I guess I have eaten it before. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I have eaten it or not. I might have and just don't remember. But I don't. I just don't have any desire to because they're just so like us except wow. for. You, you feel like. No. Did you watch My Octopus Teacher? Is that I, what happened? I did, but I felt that okay. way before that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since I learned about the octopus's garden and what it was and all that, oh, I was like, oh. You'd like to be under the sea in an octopus's garden? Yeah, I would. I would. Okay. If I could breathe, I'd stay there. <laughs> I wouldn't come back. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. I did, I've never felt a personal kinship. I actually consider octopi to be almost. Um, not of this planet. They're yeah, so they, foreign that they seem alien. They do seem alien, actually. If any animal seems like an alien, it's an octopus. Yes, I agree. So yeah, eat them up. Just, <laughs> just, just, based, just based on looking at them. Maybe that's what they've been seeing in the sky that they're now telling us about. UFOs full of octopuses. That's what the O is. Octopi. Unidentified flying <laughs> octopi. <laughs> yeah. If you think about it, though, it kind of makes perfect sense. You get them spinning, they would take on a saucery shape. That's if, true. If they were spinning at a high velocity. The legs all, like, fl- flinging out in all directions. Oh, God. It's very saucer-like. I think saucer we're something. And maybe they take their suction cups and clam up, you know, suction up against one another, and then that does a double rotation. I can see it. <laughs> I'm never eat- I'm not eating them. <laughs> Somebody needs to call the Pentagon. <laughs> let's, get, about this. let's have one of the cats do it. <laughs> okay, Honey bun, call the Pentagon. Hi, baby. Pentagon. <laughs> Honey bun, call the Pentagon. <laughs> the fire flying. <laughs> she would eat an octopus. Oh, yeah. I want that for her. She would eat a puppy if you would just give her one. I'll chop it up real fine and put it in her bowl. I just think you have to give her the puppy. Wow. She's, you know. That's she, all it takes. She seems so cute and sweet, and she is. Yeah. She's a fierce but little cat. A puppy. Mm-hmm. She's a fierce little cat. Actually, she would probably more likely just eat another kitten than a puppy, but okay. she's like, you know me so well, April. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I forgot I was on the old uh, audiograph. <laughs> We're auto- audiographing as we speak, but that's fine. If you need to have a moment with your cat, I want that for you. She's so nice Aww, to, she me- to people, to Aww, me. We definitely need to put a picture of Honey Bun on the Instagram. Definitely. 
share the share the love. Yes. In the in to intimidate any kittens or uh, puppies. She is fierce, this cat. <laughs> she's um she's half the size of Sam, but um. I think another cat was walking around outside the gallery once, and she became super territorial. She couldn't get to the cat, so she beat up Sam. She made him wet himself. He was so scared. She was so scary. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> and Sam is is uh, capable of dominating in a fight with her, but not that not that day. He was so scared. Oh no! Honey Look at bun, her. You're a warrior. Look at her. She's like, yeah, I am. Yeah. Oh. All right. <laughs> All right. So let's back, move on. Back to seafood. <laughs> Moving on down the list. Or do you want to, let's move on to something else. Unless there was anything you wanted to say about seafood. I just want to say. Okay. <laughs> that um, things like octopus and whales, I kind of feel like they're like in the same category. I don't want to eat either one. Uh huh. Or what, dolphins. Dolphins. And yeah. this has something to do with. I think they would judge me for eating them because they are capable of judgment. judgment. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of your litmus test for whether or not something's edible. Yeah, um, like a would squid. It be, would it, could it, does it have the ability to be offended? Yeah, I just assume a squid doesn't know what's happening. It mm-hmm. just knows it's about to die, mm-hmm. whatever that means. Or it, it instinctually does not want to be near me or... Uh, batter or frying pan but for the whale it's even more than just instinct they know that they know that they don't want to yeah, die man i think they're probably as smart as we are wow maybe smarter okay i don't know that for sure i'm not a scientist but but they maybe they are they might be <laughs> and also you don't have to be a scientist these days tell that to dr beach you can decide what is true and just put it out there on social media and it's true mm-hmm Whales are smarter than us, and some of them are scientists. Yeah, that's they, the headline tomorrow. If they had lungs and thumbs, we'd be in trouble. Watch out! <laughs> they, do they not have lungs? They have lungs. Oh, they have lungs. <laughs> they almost. <laughs> they've almost got us. Oh, you guys need our thumbs. The real question is, would they feel the same about you? Would they not eat you? They seem to not eat people. Okay. Uh, I feel like lots of whales have had a chance to pick off a diver or two, and I don't think it's ever been documented that it's happened, even orcas, unless they're in captivity. Pinocchio. Oh, well. Jonah. <laughs> See, those two are both debatable. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, I thought yeah, it's true that you are a biblical scholar, so you well, can enlighten me. You know, it, it was actually a big fish. Oh, I we see. We assumed it was a whale. Oh, wow. And Pinocchio, was he really a real boy? Oh, that's true, too. <laughs> so maybe <laughs> at, that, at, at that time, Pinocchio was not a real boy. Ah. So that was just a whale eating a puppet, which they're allowed to do. <laughs> Yes, they have been known to get all kinds of trash stuck in their, you know. That's true. Whatever, baleen, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, Pinocchio was just some discarded piece of trash. This is disappointing to me. Not only <laughs> that you would denigrate Pinocchio like that, but um, this has been my secret fantasy on, like, how I want to die. To be eaten by a whale? Mm-hmm. About a, well, you could accidentally get stuck in a whale's mouth and drown. Yeah, uh, but I wanted there to be Probably some intentionality the from the whale, yeah. Uh, well, whale, let's whale. see. <laughs> Maybe I would also accept giant squid. Okay. Uh, you could Like, or even a kraken or a Cthulhu. 
You could get clicked to death by a sperm whale. <laughs> There's a echolocation clicks. I guess it's more than echolocation. They're communi- communicative clicks. Okay, like something like that? Yeah, but they uh, pack a punch, literally. Really? Yeah. Just the sound wave itself? Yeah. And it can knock you out? Uh, I believe so. I have to I have to Google that to be sure that's completely accurate. But it feels like being punched. Whoa. If you're in front of a sperm whale and it clicks at you. My God. Yeah. They are smarter than us. Yeah. They can they have sound punches. Yeah. Oh God. I honestly could Good see thing it. there's no thumbs on those sound fists. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I whales is something I could probably sit here and, and talk to you like a whole ten podcasts worth of stuff about. Oh God. We should we should have a podcast dedicated to just the whales. Just one you know, one episode. Yes. And we'll call it Whale Now. Whale Now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, By the way, I recently uh, got on Instagram and started following Hatteras Effect. Oh, yes. Um, So, you know, if anyone hears this and you want to hear me and Rory pretend like we're the only two important people at a dinner party, uh, you should also. (laughs) The other way to do that is to go to a dinner party with us. Is to make us dinner, <laughs> and we'll show up and eat and ignore you. Right. And uh, talk over you, and even just focus on your cat for a little while. Yeah, I mean, that that is exactly what has happened before. But um, by the time this airs, there should be some posts on the Hatteras Effect Instagram. There isn't any now, but um, we've got your crayon picture of right. the uh, view from the top of the lighthouse. That's, that's going to be up on there. I think that should be the number one thing, first oh. thing to go up. Okay. <laughs> Oh, yikes. And we'll put a picture of Honey Bun up there. Yeah. Honey Bun beating up a kitten. Oh, no. Okay, no, no, just Honey Bun. Well, maybe you could find a picture of a kitten of the size that Honey Bun would eat. Okay. <laughs> or a puppy. I do have a picture of her smacking Sam. Aw. Um, I put it on a mug for Christmas one year and gave it to all my friends. Except to you, I didn't think you'd want one. Okay. What about me makes you think that I wouldn't want to put a mug with cats slapping each other on it? Okay, I'm getting you one. No. <laughs> no, too late, too late, too late. Okay, I'll take it. I'm going to take the one I gave my sister and give it to you. All right, good. Yeah, because she, she's like, she's got too many mugs. Just tell her she doesn't deserve it. I'm the one who always drinks out of it. Yeah. Uh, also, we took a selfie. Oh, my God. That would, should be, yeah, I guess that would be the profile pic. I get, have you looked Unless at you it? Want to do some, yeah, I did. Are they, any of them okay? Yeah. Oh, okay. We did good. Good. Our our, our mugs looked all right. All right. Yeah. Put, them, put, a, put it on a mug. For sure. And we could I could slap you, and we could put that on there. We could. We could probably talk about one more thing. What you got? How about watch a Lost Colony performance? Yes. Have you Have you done it? Yes. I, I enjoyed it. I have not seen it. Man. You would think. This is exciting. All right, so in one day, we're going to pick us up a couple kites. Oh, God. We're going to go up to the Wright Brothers thing, memorial. What did I say thing? Memorial. uh, And fly kite or something. Wow. In the spirit of uh, being first in flight or, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then we can, like, cap it off with the Lost Colony. Is it a musical? I think there's some music in there it. There is some music, isn't it? Yeah. Is there like some natives singing or something like that? I think probably there's some singing. Where from... has my colony gone? 
they were right here. <laughs> yeah, there's some singing by, I think, probably uh, several of the different groups. Okay. In the Lost Colony. Wow. And you enjoyed it. Yeah, I've been several times. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, when I was a kid, obviously, I did all this stuff when I was a kid. And, um, you know, I went like twice when I was in college. But the last time I tried to go, it was so hot that um, the narrator or the, I don't, I guess he would be the narrator okay. uh, in the play um, twice, like almost passed out. Like, he, he kind of caught himself. Whoa. Yeah. And then they just eventually stopped the performance and sent us all home. <laughs> oh, my God. Too hot. <laughs> it was too hot. It was, uh, it was in the early 2000s, and it was hot. Wow. And there was no breeze. You know, there was one of Gosh. those kinds of days. So, yeah. And that was the time you went? That was the last time I went. Oh, okay. So you've gotten more than once. Yep. Wow. So, yeah, I'd like to go see it. Yeah, and hopefully it'll be a little cooler. Yeah. And obviously, you know, there's some ever more contentious debate about whether the veracity of the tale, and also maybe its political correctness. Um, I'm not entirely sure how that all plays out, but I'm interested to see, and it seems like a fun show. Yeah. Either way. Yeah. For the sake of it. Because we all know, I mean, even The Wizard of Oz isn't true, but that doesn't mean I don't want to watch it. Right. Right. Uh, flying monkeys may not be real in that sense, but I do like watching them creepy as they are. Um, part of what is just really cool about going is just being in Manio at, at night uh, and uh, walking through uh, Fort Raleigh. Is that what they call it? Yeah. Fort Raleigh. And um, it's just, it's different than Hatteras, you know, oh, it's yeah. the, the trees, the, the trees grass, are different. it's very tall, green. Tall, straight pines. Yeah, and you, mm-hmm. you're kind of walking through the trees, and I mean, you do feel like you are someplace else. Going back in time. That's the opening song. Is it? Of the last colony, yeah. <laughs> Is that for real, or did you just make that you up? just made that up. Oh! But they do like some native drums, maybe. That's what I imagine, like, do, 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 do. Going back in time. And yeah, then the narrator need, stumbles out on the yeah, stage. Yeah, wearing a leather jacket. <laughs> we uh, definitely need to go see that. <laughs> I want to. Yeah. Cool. Right. God, we're really making a lot of promises to ourselves. I hope we can show up for them. Yes, we also, we have to stop by Home Depot. <laughs> oh, yeah, let's do it. Well. Well. I think that's all the time we've got to do this week. Okay. So we only got through like three of these because we really got off on some whale stuff on the whale diatribe, and that's fine. That is fine. We got to make these last. And There's only sixty tuned, of them. Stay tuned for our all whale episode. Whale now. Whale now. Unless we come up with something more clever. Uh, and until next time, goodbye. Goodbye.